0: Hi, this is Michael Dorn, and you're listening to Black Tribbles.
1: Yeah. Previously on the Black
2: Tribbles. Back where it all began. Have we brought up the theory about who we think is Doc
3: Manhattan?
4: No. 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 So
2: you think he's a person? You You think think he's he's already there? Is a theory that there is already somebody that has been introduced already in the show is actually Doc Manhattan? Is it one of the kids? Nope. No. It's
3: not the senator.
2: No. Is it Lube
0: Man? It's Angela's Cal. husband. Yeah. Cal. Cal. Okay. Because there's
3: that
0: oh, one part... Oh, my
3: God. And then I'm just thinking, because she keeps coming back keeps, to
0: him. And Lori keeps lusting after like, him. Because mm,
3: your husband... Mm. It's like, don't get popped. But but,
0: but I think that's what more
2: caused it than anything.
0: Well, there's
4: the theory. also the accident okay. that they talk about that we don't know about with him. Yes. Yeah, Cal so, had
2: an accident yeah, that nobody, that hasn't been divulged exactly what was the what is this accident of what we speak. Right. And you've never... Every time... Lori has gone to Cal. We, it's always been off camera. Oh. oh, that's not a bad theory. Oh, yeah.
3: Wow. Uh, yeah, but we, and also we saw know her that he would
2: Doctor Manhattan too, though.
4: No, told, we, told to
2: we saw it. we we saw her on a phone that is rigged to call to where he is, right on Mars. Or Mars yes. right. But you don't know whether or not he was on the other end. You presume because of the oh, whole of car drive thing. Um, but but you don't no, know that didn't come from Doctor Manhattan. No 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 no. But a lot of people thought at the end of that episode. Oh, because they saw a little flash up was, there too, right? But that's also part of the storytelling. You know, that's how they be dropping oh, them seeds exactly. to but, make you think that. So it, but so you don't know that she actually has Doctor Manhattan has received that, and if he did. Dr. Manhattan could easily be Cal and still getting a call up there. Well, again, I mean, we the only the, oh, right, the
0: only text that actually matters is the graphic novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does that and, in the graphic and he novel. he makes yep.
3: multiple copies of himself to please uh, Laurie while right. he's still working in his lab. Yep. So we know he can do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But then they said he can't make himself look human or right. look normal. But who said that?
3: Because if I but remember, Cal. I it think says this is, it. is
2: what they know of him. But Cal, as far as I remember, I know if someone else said it in the show, I don't remember. But I, I, think I know Cal. I said no. I know Cal said that. I'm pretty sure uh, Angela said it to uh, Pop Pop when he said, "I could be Doctor Manhattan." <laughs> like Doctor Manhattan knows on Mars, or he yeah. don't look like people, or something like that. Okay, but if it's Angela, she could have gotten it from Cal. Right, who could be saying it to throw the scent off.
0: Right. This is a nice theory. I like this theory. Uh,
2: okay. What do we think, I think about it? It's weird, but I mean, I, I can't say it ain't. It is your Black
1: Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles.
2: Back where it all began. It is the first time we've seen Lube Man, right? So we don't know if he's. If he was always here or if he's just making a guest appearance. Right. And,
3: and I think and I think it's clear that PD has an obsession with the heroes because when they're on the plane and he he has the mask and he was like, Well, where we're going, the the cops wear masks and she's like, You're FBI. Like, put that away. So right. the idea that he might be like letting loose cause he's like, Oh, I'm in this place where they're still doing this. Right. This is my chance. Lube up, I don't know. Mm-hmm, That's, mm-hmm. It.
2: That's like his battle cry. <laughs> Move up. Move up. Little up. 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 <laughs> Have a go. <laughs> I just do surveillance. <laughs> like I just watch them and I run.
3: <laughs> and I slide in the sewer.
2: And I slide in the- But that can't be smart. Like you have to be local. Like I don't <laughs> think you know, like sewer grates across the city, right. across the country to right. be like, I'ma slide in any grate anywhere. And I know the system. I, know of the wherever system, I am. And I know where I'm gonna where, go once where, I get down where, where, where there. Because otherwise you gotta wait till she leaves to just come up the nearest manhole. <laughs> and then all your magic is gone. <laughs> you would just wait for her <laughs> to leave and it came out the closest joint. That's not magic. Like, it does low. seem like
0: that's the second step. Okay, first step, you've gone down the sewer. Now, I just get back to Now, up. you need a second step. <laughs> because you're in the sewer. Right.
2: Loved Covered up. with lube. Lo- right, lube. Right. You had to ditch your belt to get in right. the sewer. Right. So, you're a one trick pony, you're right. in the sewer. Lube. How do you reset? Lubed up. Lubed up. How do you reset? And you don't know where you are <laughs> in a yeah. new city? Right. So yeah. I think you're at least familiar with your surroundings if you jump into the sewers lubed right. up. So and you think I'm, he's a local.
3: And I'm thinking, but I'm even thinking, like, man, is the lube water soluble? Because how are you climbing up if you all lubed up? You got a grip. Right. You got
2: you gotta, a grip. Body, so not he, really his it's, hands. It's,
0: it's right.
3: I don't know. There are a
0: lot <laughs> of logistical issues that I feel like you have to address. I think was just a suit. Just climb up. So yeah. now, he's, now naked he's naked in, naked. Well, now he's or,
2: naked like, in, in the sewer. Half of it's like, you know, like... No, because you're not climbing with your body. So you, you lube up your front and back so you can slide down. You don't need lube on your hands and your limbs, really. But what if you
3: accidentally pad? Like, I mean, I don't know. Logistically, what if you like, oops? Because you... <laughs>
2: Cause you're going into you're going from running lube lube, so you're really not touching yourself. You know what I mean? So you just run, bow, and you slide. So your hands really don't touch yourself. And what and they,
0: was his training
2: regimen exactly?
0: Like, does I, I, he have I don't a, a harder like, where he has where he's set up? He got a slip and Se- and and, yeah, and like He got in sewers
2: and, and
3: like, different
2: rings of different various heights. Right,
3: right. He different
0: thicknesses.
2: Yeah. So he can just practice that. I'm not comfortable with this conversation <laughs> yeah. on FCC radio. <laughs> All right, that's because you're not lubed up. <laughs> Lube up. It is your Black Tribbles.
1: You going to give me the speech now? what speech i should calm down take a breath before we're at war
3: again no there's a guy in my trunk
2: Coming to you from the beautiful studios of WPPM, 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, people-powered media. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, welcome to the finale, part two. A review of episode seven, eight. Oh, no, it's... Six, six, seven, eight, nine. Six, seven, eight, and nine of Watchmen. It is the men in the trunk. Black Tribble's Michelle Mission collaboration. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this beautiful
1: studio by... Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your favorite... Controversial, onto you, and asked about pop culture references. Millionaire Triple, also known as that Mikey Chick, better known as the Storm Triple. It's Kennedy coming to you live from the 215, ready to make you all cry. What's up?
0: <laughs> Yo, what's the deal? It's your man, or oh, Son the Voice of Reason, aka the Super Triple. I, you know what? I thought this whole thing was going to be about Doomsday Clock, so my bad.
4: <laughs> I was, uh,. <laughs> I was really excited. I'm
0: like, these guys are finally on something. Like, yeah, we're doing Doomsday Clock. Yeah, sweet. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. Watch me. Yeah, right. Just in time. Doomsday Clock. I was say, coming in hot. Jeff Johnson. Coming in man. hot.
3: And lubed up. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's your girl, your friendly neighborhood comic and coffee slinger, the one and only Amalgam Triple, a.k.a. Uncanny Trouble, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy Trouble. Show up! What's up, y'all? Lynn, are you lubed up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. That's a, that's a loaded question there.
4: And valid. Keeps it moist. Keeps it moist. A good 65% of the time. Good. Wow. And was good, Triple Nation? Sorry I wasn't here last week, but hey, I'm here now. It's the boy, Super Saiyan Triple, Mama Serving Nothing, Cousin Muscle. Let's get this show started. With all the loop. All the loop.
0: I, I, I'm never prepared. I, it's, <laughs> look. Vince, I'm, you're not a guest. I'm, I know. I'm I'm Vince from the
2: Michelle Mission in the hip hop. Don't stop and get up and get down. Weren't you the one that told me that you uh pre- previously, in a previous life, you were a rapper? No, I didn't tell you that at all. <laughs> you were not
0: a rapper, Vince? <laughs> no, well, a gift rapper. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there.
4: I see what you did there.
2: But yeah, representing
0: Michelle Mission. What's up?
2: Alright ladies and gentlemen The the master triple Emac Mr. Thursday night Night is, Night is we he's, Well well it, well it wasn't him saying it So yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't it have doesn't to count. be him saying it just, no,
0: I, mean, it
3: I feel,
2: feel really like really it should count. only be I mean like I do, I, I, yeah. th-
3: Who started no, it No I'm just saying Because when we do that We put respect on his name We can put respect on his name And him not be here
1: Alright well all right. All right. We waiting for Mr. Thursday Night
2: See not hard Alright well
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Okay when, when he gets here um it'll be Thursday night <laughs> but uh until then we're we we're gonna have fun we're going in on Watchmen so if you have not if you have not watched the last three episodes of Watchmen or if you're not Watchmen at all um please you know, well, watch it as you listen. But we're spoiling. We are spoiling hard, Watchmen. The phone lines are going to be open all night long, ladies and gentlemen. 215 923 9776 That's 215 923 wppm We are streaming live and direct on PhillyCam dot org slash listen. As well as coming to you live on Facebook and YouTube.com slash Black Tribbles. Um, the Men in the Trunk, all night. Watchmen, we're going in, and I am turning the show over to the leaders of the conversation, and that will be uh, Ariel Johnson, the Uncanny Tribble, and Vince Williams of the Michel Mission, aka Jack Tribble. Take it away. Jack Tribble? Of all trades. Ah. Uh, but I'm the
0: master of none.
2: All, all right. Except gift wrapping. Clearly.
3: I know about your gift wrapping skills.
2: Yes, yes,
3: yes. Um, yes! Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So, first... All right. So, first, to, to start this off, I want to, like, bow to Vince on your call.
0: Which you, you call? You
3: called uh, Hooded Justice.
0: Right, right, right. Dr. Manhattan Dr. has Man- eclipsed everything. We forgot that we didn't talk about Hooded Justice. We didn't talk
3: yeah, about Hooded yep, Justice, because that's where it starts. To, so, we go back, because when... Uh, Episode six is her taking the nostalgia, mm-hmm. and we get I think the most beautiful episode of this series of a series that has been beautifully produced. And mm-hmm. I think we talked about the cinematography in the, the first time uh, the recording for the first one through five, but I was not ready for episode six.
0: Yeah, yeah, it 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 really was just a fantastic episode. We we were talking about the the relative blackness. Of this episode of of the show, before we, and it's it really was just this beautiful exploration of this man's life, and and his particular experience, and how it kind of dovetails very nicely. Into what we talk about, we talk about mass vigilantes, and 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 again, who puts, on a mask who puts on a mask? And what does it mean? So yeah, it was it was a beautiful episode.
3: Yeah, I, I when uh, she takes the pill and then you hear the drums and she falls back into the chair and then the color starts to drain from her. I was like, oh, I was so overwhelmed. I had to like watch that again. Yeah, it was just it's so beautifully done. Um, and uh, it it an emotional episode. Um, as she's experiencing her grandfather's life. And I think um, something, I guess, because we learn later that she did actually meet her grandmother, though, for a very short period of time. Right. So in a the,
4: very short uh, period of
3: yeah, time. Yeah, that was crazy. But but the thing is, so when she takes the nostalgia right. and there's the the scene where, you know, of course, she's Will and she's uh, the grandmom hugs Will. And you see her kind of like embrace her and close her eyes and 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 when I saw that the first time I thought she was just reacting to the fact that this is my ancestor, right? But it's she's reacting to the fact that she knows who she is, right? And and she met her briefly and and was snatched so quickly. So again, for her to kind of relive this woman that came to save her in her youth and all her, you know, vibrance, I like it. It, it was, it's a show like as I went through it. The things that happened before met more.
0: Right, right, and and it's. I mean, it's not. I have to say, I've only watched it once, but you can tell this is something that's going to reward rewatching. Multiple, well, but yeah. you know, to get to the 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 generalized thing as, as being a worthy successor to Watchmen, this this is a graphic novel that rewards every single rereading, and and this show is the same way,
2: and mm. and just just to your point.
3: Oh, Randy, oh, oh, Randy I, does not agree. I forgot Randy wasn't
2: here on our first episode either. We have two people, Kennedy and oh, Randy, yeah. oh, who are Nate not says? here for
0: right. uh, for our first review. Me and Watchmen are. Yeah, it was cool. How many times have you read it? Like ten. And well, why would
3: you read it ten times if it was just? I there? mean, it was
0: a it was a it's a good read, right? Right. But it, you know, it's like it's like, for me, it's like watching Demolition Man again. It's like, all right, it's on. I will watch it. And, like I'm sitting <laughs> here. I feel I'll, I'll,
3: very passionate about. Well, demolition I love man. demolition
0: man. <laughs> All right, maybe maybe that's wrong. I feel but, very but, passionate but, about demolition it, man. It, I, Snipes I, does have blonde hair. Yes, he does. The the idea for me, the idea that this is like the the creme de la creme of the art form, I'm like, nah. I can what? name I can name thirty books off the top of my head that I like better than this book, and that that I feel are just better.
3: I mean I don't think anybody's I was saying i about to say the
0: creme de la creme I, but yeah I'm not oh, saying but
3: I I mean but that might be yeah. some people's opinion but right. I don't think the argument here is that it's the creme de la creme I think the argument here is it's a it is a solid read and, solid, saying, and that I and I definitely is, think it rewards the solid. It's a solid right.
0: read and, and and I and I I've suggested it a, you know 100,000 times of course. it's a good read but I, you know, I've I've seen people like kneel at the altar of Alan Moore way too hard about this
2: book. He's written better stuff than this. Yeah, but the the, the one thing I will say about he has
0: written better stuff than this.
2: And there and there have been arguably um, better books than than Watchmen. But the one thing I think that is to me is inarguable about Watchmen is that when the book came out so you have to put it in that context when it comes out in like 85, 86 that I do think that especially some of the storytelling elements that it uses are new to the genre and and quickly became you know, um, now you probably consider them like tropes because they've become, you know, second hand but I do think that he did change that language a bit, which watch with Watchmen, and I think that is something to be celebrated. And actually, I think something that Damon Lindelof, the executive producer of the TV show, you know, smartly and very expertly, through through the direction uh, and, and writers, uh, mimicked in the television series.
0: I think I would have a better, uh, I would have a better time reading Dame's version. I think it would read better.
2: I'll, I'll I'll give you that, oh, yeah. uh, that because
0: that's um
2: because
0: i think just because in general it made everybody more interesting Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah and and I, and I was telling people like if, if you can watch you can have watched the show without reading the book right right but it it if you've read the book you get that like that extra mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but I think I don't. Know, I, I think if you had if, if somebody told me I had to, like having experienced them both, and somebody was like, "All right, we're gonna wipe one from your memory and not the other one," I'm like, "Yeah, right, you can take what you can take the book. It's fine."
2: Well, that, I mean, okay.
3: Well, I think I mean as a black person, I think that <laughs> right. because of what the show does in terms of its black character and having black characters, because the uh, you know the the graphic novel does not have that. Um, and even so, we kind of get this retcon of of Hooded Justice being a black man, but I, clearly that was not Alan Moore's idea. Right. I feel like Lindel, Lindelof? Lindelof. Lindelof. Lyndaloff. Yeah. I'm I apologize if I messed that up, but damn. um. Just call him Dame. He's cool with that. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah. But for him to kind of see a place to kind of tell a new story in what was not disclosed in the book. I, I always appreciate that when people like retcon without retconning. Right. Um, and so for him to see like, okay, the fact that we've never seen Hooded Justice face, we can have fun with that right. and, and, and take it somewhere else. Um, like I, I definitely appreciate that. And again, so as a, as a black person, I will say, yes, I enjoyed the show more because we are represented and we're dealing with, our history and a, and a history that is not, you know, well known, and the fact that it it got, um, you know, that treatment um, and and was treated as a massacre and, and and something that was deserving of reparations, and all of this happens in the show. Um, so again, I feel like my takeaway from the show is always going to be greater than the book, but again, the book is the bones right. of it all, and so I think you can't. Um, I don't know, so I I don't. Don't want to be dismissive of the book because it is a good book. It is a book. I think if you're a comic book fan, you should read it. But again, for me, I think the show does trump it a little bit just because of my connection to blackness.
0: Well, to your point, I think one thing about Al, and I think Watchmen is a perfect example of that. If, if you're going to set something in America, and and you're going to say this sort of represents this all all of this the, the zeitgeist, if you will. And he has no interest in race whatsoever. Alan Moore does. Like we we talked about this before. There are a couple of black characters in this, but when he you know, it's it's sex, it's power, it's all of these things, but it's not America. And I thought that was the great pivot that the show did. That if you're gonna talk about America, if we like race has to be part of this conversation. He's also a Brit. So, you know, because a, he's it, British. You know, he's, right. it's, it, I, I don't know that i
3: but I think, I mean, but I feel like that's interesting because race is an issue in Britain too. Sure. And, and maybe it looks a little different, so he doesn't have the context of what race looks like in America. Yeah. But to completely ignore it, exactly. it's like, what do you, you are, do you deal with race too in, in your country. And I mean, and part of that is because Britain has colonized everybody. Right. And so you can't colonize people and then be mad that they came to the place that you told them was the best place on earth. It's like, yeah, because you took all their stuff, so they had to go where it was, which is, where you are so I'm here you know that kind of thing um, but uh, wait, I'm trying to even think the only black character I remember in the book is Rorschach's therapist or whatever
0: and it's the little boy
3: oh it's the kid
4: yeah Yeah, yeah,
3: but other than that like and, and race is never addressed as an issue it's just like ah, oh, it's just people being which is not a thing <laughs> unfortunately so. Kennedy I know she's sitting on her head go ahead go mm-hmm. in girl Pop off! No, nah, I, I, just, I, I kind of wanted to let Master Triple
1: feel every piece of this full, like, fully realized.
3: Dragon. So you're saving your rage. <laughs> <laughs> not even it's not even anything
1: to, to do with with rage necessarily because I'm not angry. I'm not you know. Um,
3: I had a I had an interlude of. Kennedy's feelings early to her.
1: And it wasn't can even I... like that. You were the one that was getting hype. You were getting hype. Yeah, it was not. I said it is
0: telling. Well, share with the class. Well, you can't have, <laughs> unless you brought enough for
1: everybody.
3: Now, Lynn probably, Lynn probably looking at both of us like, it was hype. Because I know both of us. I
1: specifically was like, I'll save it for the show. We can talk about this tonight. You
3: were like, but I'll, I'll, I, no, it no, it no. Because then, then we got, we went further and I was like, wait, let's save it. We were both doing it. Is this the show?
1: Yes. The show in the show, kind of like what Watchmen was—a show and a show, in a show and a show. And a show, and a show. A no, theme. he's saying it's the show now, so well, let's yes, have you this What's so? your deal. He, he for so, Eric. right? I mean, er, 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 Eric's Eric, late. Eric, I'm sure hasn't read the book either. So, no, he, no, he refused. Re, yeah, he He, yeah, made that very he actually clear. refused to. He was <laughs> anti-reading. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, reading! Read a book, triple. Read a book. No, I have not read the book. Um, I have had the misfortune of seeing the film um and and to be fair to give you know because i haven't read the book the film was my only exposure to these characters whether or not it was an accurate rep- or accurate adaptation or or not this is my first intro to these people and the first time i watched the movie i was like this is trash but i was like everybody likes this so let me go back and make sure that i'm not missing something. Because I'm good for that. I miss, I've miss. i watched movies plenty of times and just gotten there and been like, this is horrible. And then watch it later and be like, wow, this is lit. So I did that. And then I did it again. And I did it again. And I did it again. And I just like, I, regardless of how close it is to the source material, I had an extremely hard time carrying it all about those characters like i don't give a good john brown about anybody's comedian or a rorschach pill or whatever people (laughs) are in this story right i don't care so it's it's hard for me to have a lot of the enthusiasm that folks tend to have behind this material watching this series from start to finish um was a lot and I, i gotta say off the bat it was an hbo show so it was extremely well produced right all the money is up front uh, it was extremely well cast. There were some very solid performances, regardless of whether or not the actual characters were compelling. The, you could tell the actors were really good at what they were doing. Um, I will even go so far as to say that, structurally, it was a it was a well-written show, but just because something is well-written doesn't necessarily make the context itself compelling. Point in case. The Great Gatsby is arguably one of the most the finest pieces of American literature, but if you read that I book... I disagree. If you read that book, it's about a playboy going to a party. Like, it's really blah. Mm-hmm. It's just extremely florid with its language, and I, I feel like this falls under the same thing. Like, I, I, you can put whoever you want in a story that can do it and do it well, as, as this cast and crew has done, but it doesn't make it any more exciting for me. Um, so I, I had a hard time caring about any of the characters and it was hard because regina king is so good in this she's so 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 good and it was so 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 refreshing to see a black woman in a powerful position um for a for a long period of time you know what i mean not being somebody's background character but my my glaring issue with this show uh, <laughs> i kind of want to duck and cover because i know REL's gonna be hot I am sick and tired of seeing my people's trauma in media. I am sick to death. I know that the Tulsa massacre happened and more white people need to know about it. Great. More black people need to know about it. More black people need to know about about it. How about this? More people need to know about what happened there. Absolutely 110% agree. However, I consume media for entertainment purposes. I watch things so that I no longer... So I can unplug from what's going on in my world right now and this was filled with racism and police brutality and powerful unrealistic black women tropes not getting any support from anybody around her And, 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 and. And I was just like, this is not for me (laughs) in any capacity. I don't want to sit here and watch black babies getting shot in the street. I don't want to sit here and watch black soldiers getting spat on. I don't want to sit here and watch any parts of that. Just because it happened doesn't mean that I need that in my entertainment. Because it's not entertaining to me. I don't care how good those costumes look. I don't care how well that was performed. I just, I found the overall experience experience incredibly painful and as much as i wanted to put all of that aside to just rally for sister night because girlfriend went through everything girlfriend went through everything thing and i'm tired of seeing black women represented as this unrealistic pillar of strength that don't get any chances whatsoever to be a human being like every time we had an opportunity to see her be a human being it was fleeting it was so very quick whether it was because the circumstances that those moments presented themselves or whether or not that was the character you know containing the emotion that she was feeling at any given time my point is, we didn't get to see her act like a human being unless she was banging her husband. So that shows me that you only think that my trauma is marketable and that the only other aspect of my blackness that you want to see is us having sex. Like, you're objectifying us physically now. Speaking of physical object objectification, like, yeah, ab- uh, Medula um, of Tina II is bad as hell, but I don't... I, I felt like he was on parade at the end of this. And I I... Not to give it away, not to jump ahead or anything, but... Uh, You know, I just, as much as I thought I would have been excited to see who Dr. Manhattan was, especially in this instance, I I felt like my people were being perversed. Like, I felt like this man, in all of his magnificent blackness, was put on parade in the same way that black men were put on parade during the Antebellum South. And I just really had a hard time enjoying this for the story for what it was it's just it's it's a shame because like i said it's not a it's not a badly done show right but at this day and age the way production value has become so accessible to media and content creators like everything can be really well done just because it's glitz and glam and and fancy cinematography doesn't necessarily mean that this is something that is entertaining so you're saying there was no black joy At all. And the fleeting moments of black joy that we saw were taken so very, very quickly. When when, when Grandmom
3: dropped dead in the middle of the street, I said, what am I looking at? Well, here's the thing, though. I don't think there was a whole bunch of joy. There was no joy in in this. Which which, which was my
0: my follow-up. There was
1: no joy. There's
3: no joy in the show.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So not only is there no joy in this whatsoever from Jump Street, but now you're telling me that you're putting blackness into the context of this universe, and there's no joy there either?
3: But but here's the thing I don't I don't think that there I don't think there were no more moments of Black Joy when Will is pinned and and so you get what you know is probably like his his feelings about being becoming a police officer now mind you how other people treated him for pursuing what he wanted to pursue but that's life it's like we all out here getting exactly hate. but I'm saying but that we're all out here getting hate for the things that we do and I think I don't think art should ignore reality because for me that takes me out if there are no touchstones to reality then what am I watching I don't want to watch where we're so far and make believe I can't relate to it so I felt like this was relatable and in, in that moment so you see the pride on his wife's face you you know the joy that he's feeling even as he's being pinned even as he's passed by the white Officer who doesn't pin him. Here's the thing: he didn't care about that because the man who pinned him is the reason he became a cop. And so you see that joy there, and then you also feel um, uh, Angela's joy at, at her grandfather pursuing. You know what I mean? And so I, I don't. No, know. I don't. Because I
1: do. it is because it's, you, it's you extremely. It her, you
3: see it on her face. It's
1: extremely realistic, right? Like you said. And, and, like you and said. And said, like, you said like you said. Like you said. Like you said. Right? Art should reflect what's realistic, right? It should reflect some elements of life so that it can be relatable to the people that are watching it. There was not a single solitary moment of that that was relatable for me that I found entertaining in any way. There are ways to incorporate black characters and black stories into things without it having to be under such incredible critical duress.
3: Well, I guess I mean even the using the word entertain. So, so there is a, a, a level of entertainment where it's like, "Oh, this was fun, but I don't necessarily watch everything looking forward to be fun." And that this show was moving and poignant for me, so no, it wasn't always fun. Was, right? But was, it, but it was, was but it was it fed me in a different way. So so
1: here's the thing, though. And when you're talking about art being reflective of real-life things, right? The book is art because it was revolutionary in the ways that Len was saying because of all the, the methods of storytelling through this medium that had not been seen presently, right? That's art. So I don't expect... especially from what you all are telling me what this book is like for that to be a source of joy necessarily but when you're telling me that this is an addition to this story which means you have all the opportunity in the world to do with what you want with these characters and incorporate different things and different experiences for the main vein of it to be such a, a a vibrantly horrific source of pain for us like i'm just tired Overall, of, of seeing our Right, you mean just overall? overall I'm like tired this of is it. part of i I'm continuing. tired of an overall, and when you're going to squeeze that into a story full of characters that never grabbed me in the first place, it's hard for me to to look at this and, and be excited about it. So when Sister Night,
0: in in as sort of this this homage, if you will, to black exploitation characters, and she's whooping up on racists, and you didn't find that cathartic, or. Like I could watch her beat up. I could I could watch a show called Sister Night beats up (laughs) racists. Give me that for forty five minutes. Give me
1: that. Give me that, and you can keep all the Ozymandias filler right where it is because I don't I don't need any parts of that either. And
0: the second, would you have enjoyed it more if there were no black
1: characters? Probably not. So, but that's again just because just because a, a story doesn't involve black experiences directly as like the driving force of the plot doesn't mean that black people can't be involved in other capacities without it being painful as well right point in case uh just talking about this earlier the dragon prince is a netflix show talking about dragon fairy lore and elves and whatnot and the and the main king of the human realm was a black guy he passed away so his young half black son is now king that's it they're black people in this world who operate in these circles like there's no oh his people were enslaved and he had to overcome that and look what i did like he just is king and that's it and i feel like that in and of itself is a black experience just because of just the nature of it so for for me to know that there are other ways to to tell black stories without incorporating painful
0: so blackness does not have to be defined by again we go back to the revolutionary nature of black joy
3: Right. And, okay, but but I would challenge... I've not seen this show, so I can't speak to it, but it's like you are saying that that is a black experience. But if it is a character that you could have made white and the story doesn't change, is it a black experience because you saw somebody black or is it a, that, just that character, I guess you're saying the way he exists in that world, is a black experience? But, again, is it a black experience if you could make him anything else and the story doesn't change? You
1: know what I mean? I, mean, so it, I, so inherently, I feel like inherently, yes, because that's peak... Uh Equality, right? Being able to exist in these stories and have it be played by other types of people, other types of people, other other ethnic groups, and the story will, will still be the same. That's that's the goal
3: of right. all and storytelling I mean, and, 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 anywhere and, ever. And and stories exist like that. Like I feel like almost every Will Smith movie could have been played by anybody. But I think. I think to not have those things that are black at that, at their core, where it is, this is a black story and no, nobody, but a black person can act this out. I think that's important too.
2: Absolutely. Sorry to chime in real quick, but it looked like if I, if I was reading the, the social cues happening here in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, that there may have been at least some level of agreement in opinion about watchmen between kennedy and uh isaiah here so i'm curious about isaiah's thoughts isaiah who recently just binged the show himself yeah
4: yeah so no I'm i'm right there with kennedy on the point that i was just tired tired of living through this again and in a in a show that's well, yeah, it's supposed to be a little realistic. What would happen if superheroes actually were a thing and society changed and evolved around it? Alright, cool. So I'm taken back back to the Tulsa Massacre. One of the first things I see in this show is like, oh cool, my people are dying again. That's right. not at all what I'm trying to see. And what I I I'm appreciative of the history lesson of the, the backstory and stuff, and I like how they actually set it up in Watchmen with the, like, ancestry. Like, that actually mm-hmm. was, like, pretty cool concept to me. That yeah, reparations be... are dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. All right. Like, that was actually cool. But I'm just, I'm tired. I don't need to see another, like, slave adaptation. I don't need to see my people getting gunned down in the streets again. I don't need to see kids getting lost from their parents. I don't need to see the joy taken right from underneath, from right when she feel like she just got a chance to get out of this stupid state that took her parents, that went to war, and she can finally go home, and then grandma just drops dead. Nah, I'm tired. I don't need to see any of that. That's stupid to me give her a door, an opportunity to actually have some joy and happiness. But nah, it's written. It's taken away because being black is equated to being depressed. It's being equated to having all this pain and turmoil. And the one thing in this show that I have seen thus far is when they said, uh, what is it? Generational trauma. That's one of the biggest themes in this entire series that I've saw. And I'm just tired. I don't need any more of that. If I may.
0: Um... The thing I really liked about this, uh, about Watchmen, is that show or book. the 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 show is that it fit it fit really well within this world because if you know this, everybody in this book was a
2: hot mess. Everybody's life was a. mess. Mess. So you, when you say fit into this world, you mean the yeah, world established yeah, right. by the way. world. Like,
0: everybody was just a mess or a drunk or, you know, a psychopath or whatever, right? And so, I, I one of the things that I thought Dame did a great job of was making everybody up, Like, he created all these new people and they were all a mess too. And so for me, the, their color, it never really, really affected me. I was like, okay, this is some very different superhero stuff. These people happen to be black and they've gone through their crap in this crap world. Like uh okay, but everybody else you know it it the the particular things that were happening to them, right? Were particularly black experiences. Sure. Right. But they weren't any better or worse than anybody else's of the individual characters because they all had really really terrible lives. Everybody in this book was either up to something or hiding something or behind something or they were just the only The only person that was even remotely int- of interest to in me in this was Sister Knight and it, I got a kick out of Ozymandias because he was just nuts. It's just, he oh, was just an oh, absolute madman. Oh. Oh. Like yeah. Like I, I, watching, I'm sitting there, watching him launch bodies into the ether. Like, what in the (laughs) hell is this man doing? Right, like I, I, yeah. And you know, and and again, knowing the characters, like he's up to something. Right, right. there's There's a plan happening here. He's not just bored making bodies to throw into space, like. Okay, I was waiting for that. But everybody had that sort of terrible thing in their head, except for Sister Knight Like, she was the only the only person in this entire thing that was like, I'm not terrible. Everybody else in this thing had some terrible in them, like, v- extraordinarily terrible in them. But she was so damaged. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's she was, was so, she, she was damaged. But she wasn't terrible. She wasn't it. Te- right. She wasn't a bad person. She's been through it. That's what that's right. what what drew her to me. Right, yo, drew me to her. Whatever. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, she's still dope. Like all this crap. And then yeah, the thing with the grandmother. I'm like, wow. Oh,
1: oh, oh no, it's just, bro. It's it, it, and we talk about this being a, a great crash course in what happened in, in Tulsa in 1921 for people, be they black or white, who, who don't know about this thing. So it serves to serves as a sort of educational tool. Right. Right? So that means people in I don't know, rural America whose only experience with black people is through the media they consume see this for the first time and they're like, "Dag, this is crazy." Right? Great. Awesome. But what that also shows these same exact people is that if your only experience with black women is that they're always infallibly strong and can take whatever life puts on them, it puts up an unrealistic notion and a misrepresentation of black womanhood, and that can affect how that previously ignorant or still ignorant white person operates going forward. So say a bank manager in, I don't know, Junction City, Kansas, doesn't interact with black people regularly and sees this show. They're like, oh wow, that's nuts. They see another ridiculously strong black woman who's been damaged and traumatized and all of this stuff he's gonna think coupled with all the other you know social conditioning that any black woman he encounters is going to be strong as hell and he doesn't have to worry about her sensitivities as a person or, or her individualism or, or any of that and uh, sure it's not the show's responsibility to, to 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 educate people in that way but when you bring up an educational thing like it, it, what's good for the goose is good for the gander so you, you really have
3: to be be mindful of that. Um, but, okay, so I think if, if you're making that argument in a show that had a cast of 20 black women and they're the same black woman, that reads, but it's like, we are following Sister Knight and that is, that is who she is. And I think at the, we didn't get, you know, it's, even though it's a larger cast of characters, she is really the the only black woman that we are spending a considerable amount of time with. But you think, I feel like when you, I mean, again, when you meet the grandmother as a young woman, you know, you see her be loving. You see her be vulnerable. She you was said, tough as nails. What do you mean? I mean but she, no, no, no. But yeah, you she can, wasn't really that tough. You, no, she wasn't that. You can yeah. be tough. You can know when to walk away. I was about you to say. You can know when yeah, to walk just, away, but you see her love him. You see her be vulnerable through him. You she's see She's funny
0: with Captain Metropolis. Yes,
3: you, you, see, you see all these different aspects of yeah. her. So just because she knew when to walk away, that's healthy. I would. That's, hope not, I, that's
1: not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about her uh, criticizing his actions towards solving the, the crime that he was after. I'm talking about her, you know, I'm talking about her criticism of him trying to be a cop, trying to be part of a system that has historically been a problem for people that look like him and look like her and look like everybody in this But room. that wasn't everything she did. That
3: wasn't everything okay, she did. Okay,
1: fine. But my point is, when you have characters like Sister Knight, when you have characters like Misty Knight, and all these other... Representations, quote unquote, of of black womanhood that fall into the same cookie cutter thing. Oh, she tough as nails; she can handle but anything. It's a it becomes, but it, show, it still, though. it still becomes problematic, is what I'm saying. And I think
0: the show did a great job of saying that Sister Night was tough as nails because she was so damaged. Like she wasn't just born tough as nails. Like, like you brought up Misty Knight, and I think Misty Knight is a great counterpoint where she's just a badass. The end. Right. But I think the show. Really very deliberately. I mean, the last thing that her grandfather says, you know, a wound doesn't heal without air. Like you have to take the mask off. Like from the very beginning, you just said it. It's it's generational trauma. Right. It's trauma. So while I see your point about this depiction of this tough as nails black woman, this superwoman, if you will, this is one of the better depictions of this superwoman that says there's a reason like she wasn't born out of a Negro egg like this. Right. For my Lovecraft just, fans. For my HP Lovecraft fans. My,
3: my, my I, want, I, Lovecraft, want, I want a Negro egg. My HP Lovecraft fans. That's, that's,
1: that's rough. <laughs> you know he, you know <laughs> he thought we were hatched rough. from Negro that's, eggs. That's, that's rough on levels considering how much of an ardent racist Lovecraft. <laughs> well, that's was. why I said he thought um, we
0: were he thought we hatched from eggs. Uh,
1: my, my my Negro other issue, issue with this. Next EP. Negro <laughs> eggs. Negro eggs. My, Negro
0: eggs.
1: My other issue with this was the whole glorification of cop thing, right? Like, yeah. you're not yeah. gonna sit here and tell me that as a black person with all of this black content and all of this black trauma that goes with it, and I'm supposed to be empathetic towards any of these cops who now wear masks, right? Like, I, it's it's really hard for me to, to because of generational trauma, step out of this and just watch it for what it is. But I,
0: so but again, but I think that was the point, though. Like, I think you were supposed... I,
1: I don't... I, this doesn't make me want to watch season two. But right. I there's like, not going to be but, a season
5: okay.
0: two. Okay. Right. <sighs> we'll, we'll talk about that. I love that part. I really did love it. Because that's what I come from. I come from cop father three cop uncles and these men were superheroes to me right and you know it, it I, I find it fascinating that we as 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 a society are able to you know tell ourselves that we're supposed to you know see as much of people and individuals as we possibly can of them right and yet the, there's a, you know, the, 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 the uh, it was hashtag ACAB exists as a thing, right? The all cops are bastards. Like, you know what? Fight me. We can go out in the street right now. Fight me. I loved that. I loved the idea that this guy saw Bass Reeves as a as a child living it living in in a world where it, it was the, the, the real 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 like yeah you no
2: and Bass Reeves caught this dude's
0: soul and he was like yeah that's it for me that's it for that's who I want to be I love that I love that idea because that exists right and so this whole concept that well obviously if you exist it if no matter no matter who you are as a human being, if you exist, it, the the instant you become, the police, you're automatically a bastard, and you're automatically a terrible person, and you ought automatically have no regard for the lives of black people is false and it's bull. And I and I I guarantee you, if you want to say that to my face, we can go out in the street. And and I and I love the fact that he was willing to say that. I love the fact that he was willing to say that. And you know what? Some of these guys were bastards. Absolute bastards. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Sister Knight was not a bastard. Right. Which says to me, all right, so so this must exist in some context, right?
2: even though we're, we're, even though you could yeah. y- you could argue and ladies and gentlemen listening we are we are discussing watchmen the last three episodes the it's uh spoiler alert we're 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 spoiling it. We're certainly spoiling the context of these shows. A very engrossing conversation, and we welcome your input. Hit us up. The phone lines are open, 215-923-WPPM. That's 215-923-9776. Or you can hit us up in the chat lines. We're streaming live on Facebook Live as well as on YouTube. So if you have any questions or comments that you want to offer, we'll try and chime them in into the conversation as much as as we can. Uh, To your point, Randy, before I turn it back over to our moderators, Vincent and Ariel, uh, I I will say that, um, you know, you, you say that Sister Knight was not a a bastard, and it's easy to presume that when she was a cop in Vietnam that she may as well very well have been a a decent cop. We don't know, yeah, because we're not really showing, showing her doing that. But it is telling that once she puts on the mask. Right. Technically, as a police officer, she is doing what some of the things that people, you know, uh, have against police officers, taking people against their civil rights and throwing them in the trunks of cars. So she may have still been been a bit of a as that right. that universe's cop at that point. A bastard. So I'm
0: just,
3: and we just, talked and about and even that, that last time.
2: Yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily
0: an indictment of individuals, as it is an indictment of, of the, the system. system. Sure, right. That, right, that's fine. Right. That's fine. Uh, but but what I'm saying is, if you're if you're going to do that, right, if you're going to indict systems, I I, I don't I don't trust I don't trust indict, indictment of, uh, because because very few people are very few people are capable of doing of doing of separating the two, right. And the six people in here, I trust that you're capable of that. I don't trust the rest of the planet to do it. So well, they can all see. Well, well, just I mean- because you don't trust them doesn't mean that the indictment doesn't stand. I'm not... Uh, it, uh, sure, it can. It can. But it, it also cannot stand. But if it's true... I- we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah. Oh, wow. And to your point, I don't think Sister— Like, I think one of the great subversive parts of the show is I think Sister Night is a seductive creation. But just like Lynn was saying, like, I think if you think about Sister Night for longer than 30 seconds, again, I could watch a show in, called Sister Night Beats Up Racist but it's really sister night tramples over these people's civil rights without yeah. due process. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. And, and I've seen this read of, Oh, where it it's, it's like it's glorifying police and it's glorifying this when in a lot of ways, I think what it does is it shows those of us who aren't predisposed to glorify police, how easy it is to fall into that. Cause again, I can watch racists get beat up every day, but at the end of the day, that's just the flip side of of, of them saying, go into the city and beat up them gangbangers or however you dehumanize the other kind of person. So I, I, I don't I, I don't think it glorified it.
1: I think it, it did a really good job of, of making arguments for an oppressive system. And I feel that that is problematic in and of itself. Um, but certainly when you put that kind of media into, or put, put that kind of message rather into a piece of media.
3: Well, and okay. So I, when I'm watching it, I do not think that for me, the takeaway or what they were saying was not to be sympathetic to police. So I think we have got, we got individual time with certain characters. So we, um, uh, what the heck is glass man? Looking, looking, glass. glass. Glad you brought him up. Please, please, oh, but, please. But so, so you, so you understand. So you might have sympathy for him personally. You have sympathy for Sister Knight personally. I did not have sympathy for the police force. It was like they existed as they existed. You get understanding of why in this world they went to. This is why this thing happened, and now they wear masks. So I'm not even going to argue that's right or not. I understand why in, in this world it's like, well, the reason they did it is because after that event, no one would be a cop. So we had to give people something so that they would join the force or so whatever. So, so yes, that, could, that can be problematic, but you understand how they got to that point. But we also have to remember this is a system where they, their guns are on lock. They are out there without guns unless they call dispatch and dispatch approves their request. And they had to have that vote with Panda about about whether or not to release guns for a 24-hour, 48-hour right, right. period. So again, it, it's I think it's also taking care. It's like so we know. All right. So now our police officer, more or less you kind of vigilante-esque because you don't know who they are, but they also don't have, like, free range. Because a lot of what Sister Knight does, she is off the cuff. She lying to the cops. Oh, did y'all get that alarm? Oh, that's I'm checking it out. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's actually she's, a and, rogue and, cop. And she's the one that broke in. You know what I mean? so I think it, it's also her undermining the system, I, and, and you might have issues with the system, but there were other things in place that I think act as a bit of a control. They don't just have their gun. They're just not out there being cowboys. Because, uh, again, the, the officer in the car, one of the reasons he got killed in the beginning was because the, the lock didn't disengage so he could get his gun and then he got shot.
1: The reason why he was killed in the beginning is because a, a, sister, a group of people organized themselves to counteract a lot of the oppressive things that this police organization was doing. That's why, those, that's why
3: White Night happened, because they were Fed up of what? No, White Knight was a direct result of um, the. Wasn't that direct, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Cyclops? The, the Cyclops yeah. and and that or so that was a planned attack that had nothing to do with what was actually right. going Fred Trump
0: with in the cl- in the Klan.
3: Yeah, that was like I, and that I, was orchestrated. Either way, th- this is not
1: something that if if this was supposed to be an ad for me to buy this book, like
2: oh, it's not an ad for the no. book. It's, it's not if now, if no. this
1: is if this was supposed to be. I don't know. I I just really want my nine hours packed. I, okay, okay. I I think you make
0: a sound argument. Like I think there's something to be. It, it's it's funny. Lynn and I just were talking about Queen and Slim earlier today. Oh my god! Like and and I think I think this I think it's a sound argument. that like, I don't I don't want to. I as a black person, I do not want to engage in any more depictions of black trauma. I think I I, I don't think there's any.
2: I don't think there's any fault in that stance. I hear it, you, I, it, it, I'm sorry. I, I may have cut you off. I apologize. But I, I, I hear you in not wanting to hear any anything like that. But in Linda Love introducing race into this universe, where had never really touched on race, as, as you know, to him, like you know, that that rail that had never really been touched, and, and that mm-hmm. was just there, begging to be touched, and so for him to introduce that in, into there, I accept that there is a level of. Of trauma that he introduces, because it's all about the meta, uh, the, um, the examination of trauma itself being the cause, the, the the true origin of these heroic tales and these heroic her, heroic figures, and then kind of like de- deconstructing them to like you know back to that origin. So. I hear both arguments and and I think they and like you said it definitely is a valid right, right. read. And, and on to be, it. to be clear
0: I loved this show. I thought this was a triumph and I thought the exploration of the trauma and and of our history and and the exploration of the generational aspect was amazingly well done. But I also I I think I think everybody kind of has their line that they like 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 I don't really do slave movies. And, I, don't, I don't blame you. And no matter how well it's done, which is why they've never come up on the Michelle. Right? Like I just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, time and place for everything, yeah, right? But that's well, my
0: you're thing. Pushing them back. But you're that's that's like, you know. But I think, I think, frankly, you know, quite honestly, if you are black, the 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 primary thing that you have to do is protect your psyche because this place will drive you crazy. Yeah, and, and you need to figure out the spaces that you will. And will not move in to preserve your joy and, and your sanity. I don't, so I don't have any beef. I don't have no
1: beef with, with your read on this. I and thought we were going to fight. <laughs> I, I, I told you it was me and Ariel that yeah, already tapped gloves. Yeah, I don't have no beef um, with. Overall, I feel like, aside from the oversaturation of, you know, black trauma in media that's going on right now and, you know, ever. I I, I just had a real hard time caring about the story and I and it's that is a and it's a weird place to be in as an audience member to recognize the high production value to recognize the stellar performances and and how much time energy and effort went into the scripts and all of that and to still be like <sighs> it was like I said reading Great Gatsby all over again now I will say this um Abdul-Mateen's peen notwithstanding um Abdul-Mateen notwithstanding uh my biggest the thing that that resonated with me most the performance i should specify that resonated with me most was tim blake nelson (laughs) as looking glass i've never seen him not do comedy whether he's the straight man in the role or the goof in the role i've never seen him outside of a comedic performance and i'm i'm listening to the voice before he takes the mask off i'm like that sound like What's his face from Oh Brother Where yeah. Art Thou? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can't be because he's a whole goon. Like yeah. he's a nut. He would never, dag, bro. So I was really appreciative of seeing that that creative artistic flex from him, um, and the, the depth of what that character went through, which mm-hmm. was a, a weird. Yeah. I was not mm-hmm. ready for that. Had the movie been a lot, not movie the movie, um, had the had the show had more of of that. I guess a lot of the stuff that popped up, I was a little like. I was hip to it, you know. The foreshadowing wasn't as shadowy as it was for in a lot of cases with him. I wasn't, I wasn't quite ready for it. You know what I really liked about
0: Looking Glass and about the episode that really talked about Eleven Two, mm-hmm. as they say. Which even that, did we talk about this last did episode? About, okay, of, yeah. Uh, uh,
3: uh, yeah. To put in my 9/11 right, right.
0: Talk about up. trauma. Talk about America. Like, what's more shared trauma for, for the vast majority of us who are alive than 9-11. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was such a great depiction of this very specific type of PTSD. And, um, you know, back to the source material where they said, like, ground zero with the squid, and then you had these concentric circles mm-hmm. yeah. where the further you were away, you were affected, but you weren't affected as much. And I think so many of us who were adults or, or aware on 9-11 had that same thing where, you know, the closer you were to New York, yeah. the closer you were to D.C., it, it really kind of, you know... Or if you were in Philly and stuck between And you're stuck between yeah. the two. I mean, how many times like, y- you know, not to make it personal, like everybody always makes it, I would not go near Old City mm-hmm. for like six, seven months. Like, yeah. I wouldn't go near the Liberty Bell. I wouldn't go near these places that is like Oh, the the quote unquote. This is what the terrorists would hit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I love that, and and I love the fact that they took something written in 1985, and and kind of utilize it as a way to to explore that. So right. so yeah, I love Looking Glass too.
2: You're listening to WPPM LP, Philadelphia. Um, speaking about Looking Glass. That speaks to why it probably was very cathartic for him, and actually could have been even more <laughs> of a cathartic moment in the in the show, when you know, we already have the moment where he learns that his whole life that he's been living yeah. was based on a lie, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. and then and when was he,
3: orchestrated,
2: and was totally orchestrated, and then he meets the man who orchestrated, and he is more than happy to bash him upside the back <laughs> of his head and sh- yeah he talks too much and I'm pretty sure he probably still hurt him and this- he wanted to give him a couple more whacks on the ground. <laughs> he must just wanted to just to pulverize Adrian uh in- into the ground. Speaking of just to kind of like move the conversation a little bit f- forward a little bit. Let's speak of, you know, what we have learned in these last 3 episodes. Um not only the the, the origin of Adrian Vites Circumstance in, 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 the, in the first five episodes. Um, but we also learn of the part that he played in getting Doc- Dr. Manhattan where he is. And we also learn the part that he plays. In the origin of Lady True, <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing.
3: Well, and, and and I want I was like excited to get to the Lady True part because of your other prediction,
4: which was wrong. Which
3: was wrong, <laughs> but it's funny because even as in watching this play out, and you find out like, okay, so she's not the daughter of the woman in Vietnam and the comedian, and therefore also Lori's sister. She is the daughter <laughs> of a, a woman that worked as, as a janitor <laughs> and Adrian Veidt. That was not as compelling for me as your uh what you suggested. They should have let me write they it. They should have let you write it. They, they should have let, let me write it. I think it. for me, I think that I think when we go back to her motives of wanting to become Dr. Manhattan from this sense of because I think for her it's like he doesn't deserve it because he has this power and he didn't do anything. I think that would have been more compelling as the daughter who was saved by his whim who then was raised as an orphan because he didn't also saved the mother. Right. He didn't care enough to save my mother. He saved me, but what he doomed me to was a life of of being in orphanages and being, you know, ill cared for and things like that. And so now I'm in a place to to take him down. I think that would have been a more compelling story. I think her just wanting to be Dr. Manhattan also shows like her her not being stable because again anybody who wants that level of power, I think they even say it yeah. in the show. Yeah, it's like anybody it. who wants that level of power probably is a person that should not have it. Right. So the fact that she is you know, taking these steps, it's like she's not somebody we want to become Dr. Manhattan either. And now we know what that D was for. It was not Dr. Manhattan. It was daughter.
4: daughter.
3: Um, So that, uh, that was interesting. And then, of course, um, the last show we talked about Adrian being where he was as a punishment, but he asked to be there. He asked to be there because he thought it was a place where he would be worshipped, and then even that wasn't enough. He's I, insane. Oh a,
2: a question God. from the, the listeners: One, E <clears throat> Mac, <laughs> asked the question. Hi, E Mac. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller.
3: Thanks, thanks for calling in. <laughs> uh, I, I,
2: I believe he is. He is also known as Master Tribal, A.K.A. Mister Thursday.
3: Night. Street?
2: Ask can anyone tell me a reason to save that much man milk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, son, that's so narcissism. Right. That's the biggest yeah, no, uh, yeah. narcissism. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Adrian
0: Veidt was a was the king narcissist. And you know, he like uh you, he mentions the, the the part where he's like his parents give him all are gonna give him all this money. He was like, No, I'm going to make it all myself. And yeah. that's what he did because yeah. he was just that convinced it how amazing he was,
2: and, and I was actually thinking about that when you real, when you stop and think about it, <clears throat> Adrian Veidt in the course of the uh, of the graphic novel, and in this series is the one character you don't see his super origin. You don't see the origin of why right. he becomes Ozymandias. and that is strictly because he just because becomes Ozymandias because. Well, I think I can do it better than all the rest of you. <laughs> right, I was about to say yeah, that. Exactly, that,
0: that's the origin,
2: right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the, yeah. the, the, I'm
0: is. I'm better than you. Yes, right. his, his narcissism is like that's his superpower, narcissism.
1: Yeah, ultimately, because I didn't see him do anything else, but that's all he does: be self-centered and destructive. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what all he did. did. Well, that's
3: all, and that's all he did. In and that's
0: I was about to say. Old <laughs> yeah. arguably, yeah, that's what I, he does in the book.
3: Uh, I think another
1: reason why I'm I'm so disenfranchised with this. Method of storytelling is probably because it has been so heavily reproduced in terms of how Mm -hmm. gritty and right people have pulled from it. Alternative in terms of the viewpoints, so it's like it's like seeing Indiana Jones the crystal crystal skull before you've seen Temple of Doom.
2: Sure, sure.
1: You
3: know, I don't get those references.
5: I believe we have a caller on the line. (laughs) Hello, caller. (laughs) Who's this? Hey, what's up, Trembles? It's Corey from AmeriMe Media. What Yo, up, what's Corey? up, Corey? <laughs> How's everybody?
2: We're doing great, man. What's on
1: your mind? <laughs> he gave me a telly giggle.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, I wanted to say that I love how Osmandius Ob- got caught monologuing and got a wrench to the head. Yes. <laughs> and I do have a question. Go. Do you think that this great? Do you think that they can follow this season up?
4: No,
3: I no.
2: I hope not. Well, the call, according to Damon Lindelof, he has he personally has no plans for a season two. Um, He wrote this as as as, uh, like you know complete complete story as told the story that he wanted to tell. He said that if you know, one, especially like one of the writers and he, he's always quick to give mad credit to all the writers and directors that w- were in the room with him. Um, he's always said that if one of them he felt came with a compelling story that they wanted to set in this universe to go forward with, that he would not be opposed to championing that. With, you know through with HBO and I'm sure HBO would uh, would be more than happy to have that because while I understand the 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 numbers haven't quite been what they wanted as far as viewership the conversation is more than what you know the very happy with the conversation but um but on its own, he would be very fine with this just being a one and done. And to be honest, so would I. Yeah, it's, yeah. it seems yeah, to be wrapped up pretty well. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think any. If I think if you go beyond this, it then just becomes a letdown because I do. Right. I just think this was for me. I thought this was just solid on every level, and I don't think it, you know if you're going to continue to watch a show, it should be getting better. And right. I don't think there's any place else to go.
0: And to your point about lack of Black Joy,
3: I can't, uh-uh. her barefoot yes stepping out on the
0: water (laughs) the joy i felt like like the like the sheer joy as it all started to click that she was that she was that he had set it up to give the power to her did he yes did he Oh, he, I, oh, he no, did. Yes, oh, he absolutely did. How,
1: how do we know this? Because all her foot did was touch the water. We didn't see it. But, but we it's, it's remember the conversations way. about the egg. Right.
0: right, the whole thing about the, the egg, egg and transferring well, the power to the we egg. We don't know that he did that, though. Exactly. But, and that's what makes it awesome. You have no idea. But don't know. But, but you have no idea. you have to have John- faith. I mean, wait, wait, you can going to You can certainly wait, assume, wait, that I think I think Cor- assume that.
3: Corey's
5: talking. Sorry, Corey. I think John did empower the egg. You think he did? he actually did do it.
3: I think so, too. I think, and here's, I,
5: wh- and here's why. One, he's never just uh, Doctor Manhattan has never lied to anybody. Hmm. He doesn't have a reason. No matter to. no matter how minuscule or how major, he just tells it like it is.
0: But he didn't say he did it. He said it's possible. Right. He said it, it theoretically. Well,
3: no, because he tells the grandfather something like. He was like he said something about an egg, and he said it would make sense when it makes sense. And she was like, "Well, it doesn't make sense to me." And he said, "Well, right, it'll make sense. Okay. Right. It'll right. make sense when it's time. Right, when it's time for it. And then when she goes home to pick up the eggs, and this one egg, right.
0: And that, still, and I mean that whole bit where he was saying, look at me on the water. This is going to be important.' Yeah.
3: Yes. Okay. Yep. yep. I forgot about that part. Uh, oh, my other thing is.
5: I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Corey. go ahead. Go ahead, Corey, oh, real say, quick. I do have. I do have another question. Go ahead. Does this great season of television counteract the BS of the
3: last season of Game of Thrones? No, it does not. It doesn't. I mean, one but could this, argue but that... this was a good show.
1: It could argue that nothing can can uh, counteract the complete BS that was all of Game of Thrones. Talk, <laughs> talk about trauma. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. We we're going to let you go, man. Thanks
5: for the call, brother. The show
1: was based on trauma. See, yeah, See? Yeah. yeah, great. Well,
5: all of Watchmen is based on trauma. Great, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, Corey. Yeah. Thanks for the call, right. dog. I didn't want to lose something where where I forgot. Someone basically said that Ozymandias, basically Doctor Manhattan made a mistake in in had Ozymandias on this on this uh, planet and didn't know it was a prison. I think. Dr. Manhattan
2: knew exactly that it was. Remember, he sees all points in time. Yeah. No, but but, oh. but but most of... If I'm correct, isn't most of the time that there he is Cal?
3: Oh, that's right.
2: So he wouldn't have seen But that. he
0: sees afterwards. So he knows after... So Right, so he has that black box period, but he sees after the black box period.
2: Okay, but if, even if he's... So okay. he knows so that he knows, he knows that Ozzy Mandius right is going to be trying to get back. Like he knew Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Cuz he comes in and he's kind of like, you know, he's and catching up and stuff. And
0: again, okay. you know, okay. sorry, back to the, the comic. It's a reflection of what Ozzy Mandius tries to do to him in the comic. Yeah, where he basically invites him into the trap. And it's almost like Dr. Manhattan is like, "Let me show you how to actually do it." Yeah, oh, oh you want to do? it?
1: Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. The that's other that's thing good. that was interesting was the grandfather paradox. Right. Yeah. I, had had. Oh, how she told. Had her. Judd been revealed as a clans member, if she hadn't hadn't said it. So yeah. that throws a whole. I I have a real small tolerance for time travel stuff. I was like about that, to say that's just time travel. That stuff. that was like, and you gonna throw this this on top of here too? Like I mm, that didn't. I hear you. I because that for me was, if I if I had to pick a a, a element of this overall story that did compel me in some way it was how is this man 100 some years old how did he know to pop up did he actually like what what is what Mm -hmm, is going mm -hmm. on here why would he do this like what is the deal for then for it to be because she ultimately went back and and made her you know what i mean like that whole double back grandfather paradox stuff is really (sighs) tired i think that's the overall like i'm just tired this this whole Show just leaves me tired. It leaves me so. I think that she's fair. looking for
2: she's looking for uh, Isaiah for you know somebody to co-sign with her, and Isaiah is so. just staring at Facebook,
1: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. so so very tired. Um,
2: totally. Another time. moment,
1: and we also don't know why he's 102. Did anyone? He just Right, I was about all.
0: All right, calm down. Dang. <laughs> I love <have> the fact <laughs> they never actually explained how he was uh, reaching in the boiling water, getting eggs out. That's what That's I'm saying. He's just it... an old black man. He's yeah, right. <laughs> just like, an old. Black you know what kind of calluses man. is on that man's right. skin? Facts.
1: That man could grab a, a potato out of lava. Right? Whatever.
0: He he, he, comp- he
1: continuously was it, co- coming in contact with hot, boiling hot things and not reacting to him. He was 100 something years old. Like I was thinking, oh wow, pop pop. Is got some type of superpower that he is inherently passed down to his granddaughter. No, nah, he nope. No, nah, he's just an old black he's
0: man. An old black. He's just black man. an old black man. He <laughs> like he like
1: the
2: mighty oak. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> to, to, yeah. to 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 be fair to be fair uh, on on that point, um, I have watched. I was in North Carolina <laughs> and See? watched a, a man in what Mark has got to be about fifty eight. 59 years old hands i think i think his hands were made of earth that is how rough <laughs> his hands is and i have seen him go into boiling oil and and take out french fries and I didn't eat the French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I I had, ate the scallops. Had, like, Bro, you know
0: there's spoons for that, right? You, you all, so what, all kinds. Of like stuff. He, he
2: scooped out all the fries. Negroes weren't were allowed like, to
0: have spoons. Yeah.
2: There were like three, <laughs> they, four they left in there, and I saw him just put his hand in there. I was like, Mark. He was like, <laughs> Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Okay. So 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 to that point. Even though I do hear you, you it was we don't
0: know of, what happened. It was a bit of a red herring. But You wh- thought it, yeah. You yeah, but
1: the one thing I will say about all of red that- Red herring or unnecessary filler. Well, I mean,
3: here's the thing, but we're also at a point where when he does those things, he's trying to lure her in. And I think it would be interesting if that is something that he can do, like oil man, um, <laughs> but it's something he chooses to do to increase her intrigue into him. Right. Because at the end of the day- he wants her to he wants her to take those pills, and it's like so he's being cryptic, he's being odd. It's like what are you doing, old man? And and so I think for her, it all it does is she's a she's a detective, and it's like it is just increasing her level of interest where she's gonna do this thing where take somebody else's nostalgia, which they they um kind of establish in the show that that's really dangerous to do. I, was, I mean, to the point where Elephant had to take the memories. the Elephant, I, I really <laughs> felt bad. I was yeah. like, come on. No animal abuse. It was amazing. <laughs> that's what I draw It was so random.
0: I'm like, I wonder who's in it. Oh, that's an elephant. Okay. All right. Nicely done. Okay. So we're, we're just not going to talk about the elephant in the room, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Literally. We're just going to lead edge on
4: right I think, there.
0: I think that's the other part that got missed about a lot of this, right? When, you know, you're putting all this kind of stuff on top of it. At the end of the day. This is just really wacko superhero stuff. Yeah. And, and that's the part that I loved about the whole thing. You're like, you know, all right, well, I'm going to get in this random spaceship and then cover it in gold. Like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. There's an ele- I'm hooked to an elephant in another room to fix my memory. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she built. She's building this thing, and nobody knows what it is, and nobody cares. Yeah.
3: And they putting puppies in incinerators. And
0: where? <laughs> they putting puppies in incinerators. Where is Lube? Where is Lube? And then Lube, man, I <laughs> had nothing to do with the plot. I laughed about that for an hour. <laughs> I paused it and fell on the floor for an hour. I rewound it ten times. Like, he just. It, okay. I need to see this guy again. If, the, if season two is all about lube, man, I'm watching it. Give me that, dude. dude. He is a sensational the character sensational. find of 2019. What?
3: sensational lube, man. Lube up.
0: That was amazing. And it was just like, all right, that's there. Next.
3: That's So we
1: just mentioned, we just listed two potential story arcs that just didn't. Good. I mean, I mean, are they story
2: arcs or are
0: they world? Is that world building? Yeah, who who <laughs> knows? Who knows? Or is it I don't know. Just something weird, and you're like, "All right, that was nuts. Keep moving." Yeah, and I, I think love that. I think it's world Give building me that because
3: I mean, so we we have that uh, moment where Lori arrests Al. Got what the heck was he? Yeah. Batman? Not Batman. Off, not yes. Batman. Yeah, because it
2: wasn't Batman. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: it was Bartman. Calm down, Len. Calm down. But no, so I right, that's so a
0: different rich guy who dresses up <laughs> yeah. in a gimp suit and beats up poor people every night.
3: But I think, you know, we're just establishing that this is a world where you wow. might be somebody in <laughs> really? a mask.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop. I Stop. Stop mean, nine-tenths of the people that, that, that Batman spends yeah. his time fighting have more money than he does. All right. Stop it. Wow. That's stop it! it.
1: He does. Real. He does deal in petty crime, and petty stop. crime usually is rooted in a place for like of a minute economic deficiency at and at trauma. Okay, and trying okay, to, okay, for a minute and a hey, half, Mr.
0: Wayne. Stop it. Why don't you just open a factory? Okay, uh, <laughs> valid question. Okay. Stop, it. Right. <laughs> stop, <laughs> it. Right.
2: stop it! Stop it! Okay. Valid, valid question. We, Read a book. We stop stopped it. over a tangent, Bill. Let's go back
4: to watch that.
1: Valid question. I mean, we're talking about superheroes here, and the and the and the. Quality of the stories that these characters are are featured in, and whether or not, I just I, 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 that's it. I'm tired. <laughs> well, at the root of it is the is the absurdity
0: that Randy's talking about, and and what you see is it didn't go anywhere. Like this is a world where a man is an FBI agent, and he loves this world so much that he puts on lube suit a lube suit
3: and slides into a suit.
0: If we're if we're to believe that it's him. I mean, according I to the was. PD, the, the the last entry in the um oh, in Pedia, in the Pedia, there's no it Was PD? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so they oh. do give it up. Well he, okay. got, well, he gets fired, and when they're cleaning out his desk, they say there's an industrial vat of what looks like canola oil. Oh, <laughs> so yes, they're
1: basically saying that he's a <laughs> so, blue guy. Yes. <laughs> that's he amazing. Does, he does fit the profile. <laughs> he, that's
0: amazing. Well, I
3: mean, we, we, yeah, we we, we <laughs> suspected we, it was him.
0: We solved that Hardy Boy mystery <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> That all day.
2: See, I, I didn't even need that. I no, you need don't need
0: it. it. Just the idea that some dude is like, "Well, I got some time. I'm gonna get a suit and some lube, but I'm just gonna follow people around, and when they catch me, <laughs> see <ya." coughs> Yes, no. yes. I, I, you know how badly I want that dude to exist now. You know how much I would love to be walking down Market Street and
1: see a ball just run past me in a shiny suit and just go down the sewer. But here's the thing that with would be that. Perfect. Here's the thing with Lube Dude, right? All the other superheroes that we know and love, we can reproduce their costumes in some type of wearable fashion, whether it's a Batman T-shirt or, you know, uh, Wonder Woman gauntlets or, or your Captain America shield book bag, whatever. What does Lube Dude's merch look like?
0: I don't know, but I guarantee you're going to see a thousand of them at all cons next year. I think There's it would involve
3: moisturizer. It's
0: going to be a whole he bunch. You have of... a
3: whole line of like skincare. Stay lubed up. Bruh. Stay
0: Keep it up. lubed. Bruh.
3: I mean, and then let's not even talk about the adult industry. There's a place to go, to go with that What?
1: Money. What? Okay, so maybe I should have been more specific. <laughs> what does Dude's t shirt merch look it like? It says the it's
3: sensational what? lube man. It's yeah. literally just a blue it, shirt, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, right? It's a blue <laughs>
1: shirt. Maybe you might get some belt detail at the hem of this shirt, but. Right. it with like. Like the guys who wear the Duff Man shirts, yeah, yeah. yeah. How there's like, there's Duff like an Man. animation like of, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. You might get something like that, but I love Lube.
0: Man. I'm trying to get this money. What's up,
1: <laughs> y'all? I, that's I interesting crazy. that you Lube all Man focused merch. on I that, song. that. Lube oh, Man was
0: you didn't love strong. You, saw, you found no joy in Lube, Lube Man. Yo, know, I watched that <laughs> ten times because I was kind of watching it and I was like, wait, that's happen. Wait,
1: there's just no way that just happened. Rewind. I figured, honestly, I figured that. It, it like it resolved itself somewhere later on in those episodes because i i it this show did regularly put me to sleep like i tried to watch it and it definitely had me nodding towards the end there and that was when things were getting good and i was like oh this is weird why is this when all the stuff is popping off and i'm oh are we still here you know um so I, I thought maybe during, you know, that when you nod off, when you're looking at something and, and time stops, and you don't know how so much time happened. has passed. Right. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I missed something. It's fine, fine, fine. It's resolved. It's no nope. big deal. I got to make sure I, I watch this for It is se. a mystery for the ages. God
4: bless what, if it didn't.
2: One thing, um, just t- talking, and we're talk- we've been talking more about Watchmen contextually for for the last hour and a half, which is fine, I mean, we, to continue with that. But one thing that did uh, kind of, Bother me a little bit. So at the end, Ozymandias, his his plot to stop Lady True is basically to make it rain squids again, but now by adjusting the temperature, they're frozen. So and which will ultimately <laughs> ultimately drop the whole thing on her on her and everything like that. But she discovers that because if I'm correct, one of the squid falling so fast as Ozymandias it says falling so fast and so hard because it's frozen literally makes a hole
0: yeah in, in her hand. hand yeah
2: which is which is I'm cool with but then if if we presume either one or a couple of squids falling did that then shouldn't we see that same level of you know quote unquote destruction from this five block radius of of hailstorm of squids and I don't think like you saw equal to that like you heard squids like kind of like bouncing off of some cars and like if if two or three squids put a hole through her hand you didn't see all those people falling down dying well I'm
0: there were people. Everybody falling out there right? was falling down and dying they were except dying. for her because she had like the 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 armor. The, the thing, over the thing
2: directly yeah. over her, but something hit and went through her hand. There were people that didn't have anything over. They weren't go. They should have been holes. That's that's what they were doing. Like. She, she's running through the cops and they're all
0: dying. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, Every you, one of those you people wanted was more gore. dying. Yeah, you, you wanted a little more you gore. You wanted more, more gore. But trust me, they were all very, no, very I dead. they
2: were dead, but mayhaps.
0: Extraordinarily dead. I wanted more more,
3: more gore. More gore. It
0: was I dark out. more man. dead. It was dark Our out. I'm dead dead trying
1: to figure out more dead. how she was able to pick up a falling... Or a fallen piece of of cop car, and there wasn't cop it was car. It was part-
2: it was yeah, part it was of like the like a the briefcase or something, right? Like that. Yeah, that, because she that was noticed that, that,
1: that it was wasn't. not like right. The, she, that she noticed it wasn't going through, right?
2: So that's why, and because we she was can...
0: a superwoman,
1: yep.
5: That's so it, she yeah. had
0: that that situational awareness and okay. could adapt very quickly to changing conditions. Oh, and, and at the, at the end of the day. That's the what the protagonist does, regardless of who the protagonist is. The protagonist is the one that notices that. Oh, this will protect me, and this will get me to safety, while everybody else is dying. That's what the protagonist does in all of this mess. Mm.
3: That's true. That is true. That is very true.
0: You know, and and that was the the, the thing about her, like, uh, with all of the stuff that she was going through, you know, trauma wise and all of that. At the end of the day, she was very much just the hero, and mm. did all of the hero stuff that. You know, we've all watched the hero do our entire lives, and you're like, "Oh, that's amazing that Sylvester Stallone did that." Well, it's just as cool as Regina King did it. Right. Oh yeah, it's that, equally that's as cool. What, but... that's, that's what I liked about it. For me, it's sort of it. It added into the pantheon of herodom, Sister Knight, and it gave you all of her all of her stuff, right. But it put her in that pantheon. The same way, uh, the same way Martha Washington is in that pantheon of like just the baddest characters in the world. Like, yes, yeah, she's got all this stuff, but. It's not that you know all this stuff is what's you know dragging her down. Like she's got all this stuff, and she's still better, like better than anybody in
2: her entire universe. Yeah. I also like the whole idea of it changing. If if, if only in this fictionalized world, um, I like the commentary that it, it it does give on the on the source material that the actual birth of all of this was not a white man. It was in fact a black man. That gave birth to um superhero and then again like how that all gets deconstructed down to like where the origin of it was and the origin of it what uh comes back all the way back to a black man not as a hero, but just um uh a law a crime a law officer. Well, not, yeah. In uh, in Bass
0: Reeves yeah, and they they whitewashed that. We talked about that. You whitewashed that into the Lone Ranger, Ranger, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, about this just sort of being a a treatise on America, yes, how American is that? Some black people start some American culture and then it gets whitewashed away, right? Yeah, right. Like, what's more American than that? I'm so
1: tired,
0: I know. I know you're so when the family, so, so it starts with the family, the, this black family being disrupted. And then the very end, you know, there's another moment of joy for me when she asked him to come and stay. You can come and stay with us just for a few days so that now you actually have the family reconnecting. No joy.
1: I no mean, joy in Whoville? He was incredibly manipulative. I don't know if I want that man in my house. I don't care whose <laughs> grandfather he is. I'm all about breaking toxic cycles, not bringing them into my house. So you found him t- uh, toxic? Bro, he could have just said, hey, I'm your grandfather. I was a cop for these reasons. He could have just been like, let's talk. We didn't have to go through three, four, five episodes of this rigmarole of her and like putting herself in psychological, fit psych physiological damage as well. She didn't put herself in, in jeopardy of that for him to have a conversation? Sure he did. Because because he knew everything that was going to happen too. Dr. Because Dr. Manhattan oh, told right. him like, all of this
0: is going to happen. Right, it had to happen. This already way, happened. Because this is the this way is, it happened. This is the, this is, it has to happen because this is how it happens.
1: So you do everything some naked blue dude tells you
3: to do? When he's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, let me yes. tell you something. You better do whatever a naked blue
4: dude tells Listen, you to do.
1: Listen, naked blue dude was out of commission for a good chunk of years, which means that there was a good chunk of time that was there for him to, to have a conversation with her rather than put her
3: through. They put The, the woman went through so much. So well, to see everybody put her through, it was like... Well, okay, so a moment of joy for me is at the end of the day... This naked blue man loved this black woman yes, and like he did. when he she starts saying they're coming and she is tooling up. And he's just standing there, and he's like, this is the moment. And she's like, what are you talking about? He said, this is the moment I fall in love with you. You are about to go out there and fight for me, even though you know, Heart. even though I'm yeah. telling you it is lost. That
0: actually choked that, me up yeah, a little I was bit. Like, I, like, that actually choked me up a little bit yeah, when he and, said it.
3: And it, yeah, and it's just like this beautiful thing, because he's experiencing your relationship out of time. And so, and it's, and it's like, he loves her, he falls in love with her at the end, but he's loved her all along. Like, I don't know, just, like, kind of the how cyclical it is. Yeah. Especially I just thought I thought it was a, a, a beautiful thing. And then even at the end when he sends everyone else, like, he sends Voight back to Antarctica so he can do his thing. And he was, he was like, did you send everybody away? And he said, yes. And she was like, to help? And he was like, yes. And she said, well, why am I still here? And he said, because I didn't want to be alone when I died. Was Lori there?
4: Lori no. was out.
3: Who was with him, Angela? Because yeah. he loved that woman, and I and I and he loved that woman, and everything that she is—how messy she was, how damaged she was, the the fighter that she was—and and as her husband, she's he's seen her be vulnerable too. Um, yeah, joy.
2: Yeah, and especially like how, if you understand that Doctor Manhattan is when he's Doctor Manhattan is everywhere at the same time but he can't really experience it until he experiences it which is why he couldn't tell her that that was the moment that he fell in love with her Right, until he actually got right until until you actually actually get to the moment
3: and then like the whole like you know because we see I I forget if she asked where are you but we had that moment when they're having sex when they're dating and she says where are you and he is somewhere else and then she gets upset and you know that whole ask you to leave which Leads to because he says he's back. He's back at the restaurant. He's back right. when they first met. Right, and so that that and, and oh, and and the other thing is like he loves that woman. He gave up his godhood for that woman. He didn't give up his godhead for, for chick in the book whose name I can't remember. He didn't give Genie. up Janie. Janie. He didn't give up his godhood for Lori. Lori. He gave up his godhood for that woman. And and at the end, he said, he, "It's like, where are you? I'm in every moment of us together, all at once."
0: At the I, end. Yeah, yeah, that was. He
3: loved that. I, I just and so at the end of it, this man loved this black woman, and then at the end of it, passed on. I believe his godhood to her because who else would have it but a black woman? I mean, Damon. Damon <laughs> <Lindof> also <laughs> believes it. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I, I found great joy in that, and 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 all that. You know, I mean, because suffering is life. And, and I understand, you know, that I, I get tired of, of black trauma, too. But just like Vince said, there, there are places that I can't go like I am kind of at the end of my slave movie thing. It's like I don't need to see that. For me, seeing the Tulsa massacre didn't trigger that because we also see black people fighting back. I don't like the narratives where we it's almost like we are docile and then some white man had to save us. It's like so in these in these narratives where even we are seeing our suffering but we're also seeing our spirit and we are fighting back. We did not lay down and take it. I can process that process that a little better because that makes sense other than these like Hollywood narratives of like, "Oh, missa, you know that kind of stuff." Right. Um so I feel like you do see the trauma, but you also see people fighting. And then at the end of it, though, we get this moment of joy. We get love, and we get this man loved a woman, and and these are the ways he showed her. And then at the end, and again, like the reconciliation of the family of this of this man, that even her father was estranged from. Her father didn't bang with his dad, and then so it's like the the coming together. Um, I thought was just really beautiful. So I I found great joy. In the end, because at the end of it, it was like he loved this black woman. Yeah. And that was what we—that was the takeaway. He loved this black woman, and he showed her in just those those last, like I—I I, I guess the last two episodes. You just see it, his love for her, not just her saying "I love him," but and and again in this being who, in the book, it seemed like for me he wasn't able to experience love anymore because he was so far beyond it. Yeah, and then yeah, but then he meets. The woman that he th- loves, th- and, and everything changes. Yeah. And everything changes. And I think that was just like deep. I think it was just well done. And you know, I, I love to see a black woman be loved. It's <laughs> like love a black woman. Love a black woman. Loves her. Yeah. I
1: just don't want to see her go through hell and high water before it happens. Well,
3: I mean, I like don't know.
1: all of all of these these notions of of not you know being complacent, right, of, of having a fighter spill, resiliency, I guess um, is great but we wouldn't have a need for imagery like that if the problem didn't exist. But you there's always I
3: mean? going to be a problem. I think that <laughs> there's always going to be a problem and I think resilience is human because problems are human. What? Like there's even the best of relationships, that's not to say that they weren't ever messy so I don't, I again, I don't see I don't see the the trauma or the trouble as a reason not to still move forward. You know what I mean? I can't. So I. I get Or to I
0: get, celebrate or this to, story.
3: Or to, yeah. Or, when, I guess
1: my, my overall point is is that after hundreds of thousands of of human hundreds of, thousands of years of, of human existence, after X amount of years of modern society, right? the only way that progression happens is if somebody changes something, whether it be, you know, systemically, culturally, intellectually, whatever. There has to be a first. There has to be Kevin Costner and Waterworld, right? And I feel like if we keep making excuses and making room for traumatic instances, for painful imagery to be rationalized away due to our, our, our you know, combined... History it it has it has a it has a capability of facilitating there to be more traumatic things happening because we're conditioned to do it right. Just because your body can heal from a paper cut doesn't mean you need to be cutting your fingers everywhere. So yes, it is great to see black resilience. However, I would prefer to see fictional media where we don't have to do that. You know, I'd love to see a superhero story more specifically where it doesn't come from. You know, pain and 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 suffering and anguish and a genetic level of sorrow. I mean, what superhero is that though?
3: Yeah, I mean that's like like story. like
1: the vast,
0: vast, vast majority of them come from trauma, in pain and suffering.
1: Somebody's got to be the first. So just a superhero. Some some I'm saying that it's important to be to be open-minded in terms of another way to tell these types of stories is all i'm saying just because this method is popular just because there's several different variations on a theme doesn't necessarily mean the theme is a good one and that there isn't room for improvement and that we can't demand more from a media because we're already demanding more like media nowadays is not what it was 20 30 50 years ago right Mm -hmm. so that progression has already been made i'm saying there's a whole lot more room for improvement, and I, I'm read Prodigy. What's that? Read the book Prodigy. It's a comic book. It's a comic. Mm-hmm. It's
0: about a guy who just he, he happens to be the <clears throat> the most talented human being on on Earth at everything. And he just happens to be a black dude. Yeah, and that that's the, the one of the great things about this book is that there's nothing specifically like extra black about him. He just happens to be a black dude that can do everything. And he's so smart. He's having multiple conversations with himself at the same time, like fixing all the problems of the world at Sounds the same time. Uh pretty rad. It's who amazing. publishes it? Uh, image put it out Mid- last Mid- year. Mid- it's, it's Miller.
3: Yeah, Miller. Mark Miller, Miller, wrote Miller wrote it. Miller. It's amazing.
2: And and, and 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 another book, and it's, it's not a black person, but you know, I I, I find joy in it. Is uh, all the old copies of uh, Richie Rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's not to say that I don't.
5: Richie It's
1: not to say that I don't want people to to walk away from this thinking that Kennedy is incapable of appreciating stories where black people and black women particularly have gone through some ish and overcome. Right? Because I, I do have stories. There are stories out there that tell that. Type of story that I I do particularly enjoy. So that being said, if Watchmen can be a hit and Regina King can get all that various levels of butt throughout the course of this show, where is my Martha Washington? Because you're not going to sit here and tell me that it can't happen. You're not. not
0: Martha Washington
2: went through way more than Sister Night. Yeah. She went through way
1: more. Yes, yes. So...
2: Let's go. Well, somebody will see if somebody goes and and, and adapts that Frank Miller and Dave Gibbons, which would uh, be fantastic.
1: That that's the major major the major thing that I I appreciate from this series is the fact that it it, it introduced audiences to the concept of black women being like this. In this in this world of superhero or or or, Mm -hmm. or political unrest or dystopian recovery and all that all that fun stuff. So before this came out, it culturally, you know, as far as popular culture anyway, I I would have had a hard time taking Martha Washington to somebody's Netflix or HBO and be like, hey, here's a cool uh, story about this. Superhuman who does all these things and blah blah this blah, so, blah who just happens the door. to be yeah. black. Whereas now this is a lot more feasible. N- so now, now how do why does Martha Washington get a pass with you? It's not that it gets a pass. I just think the story is well better told. <laughs> and I feel like I I I resonated seeing that character grow in the way that she did under those obstacles were different. Mm-hmm. Uh And I, I think that that difference. Purely just because they're two different ins- instances, two different stories and, and circumstances and whatnot, yeah. made that a little bit easier for me to to get down with. Like you say, everybody's got a line. I, I I don't. It's one thing to see, and also in Martha Washington, there the the civil unrest that was depicted there wasn't necessarily just black all the time, right? When we get her origin story, there's. It's there, right? right it's but, present. But when but she
0: gets out of Cabrini Green, yeah, it's more...
1: It's more white, more national. national. Right, and it, it's and right, it's, right. And, it's okay. and then the, the, resist, the resistance that she feels, the opposition that she it faces is more individualized as opposed yes. to, like, it's happening to everybody. Okay. Yes. We yes. know that it is because of how that story's told, right. but I'm not seeing that, so it's...
0: Right, like like Watchmen was really almost a story of Tulsa.
1: Yeah.
2: Black yeah. Tulsa. and Okay.
1: Yeah, huh? yeah. No, but I love yeah, both but this, of
2: them, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but this having the success of Watchmen, the series, certainly opens the door for um, something like Martha Washington to be adapted. Not saying that the door wasn't always open, but this certainly, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know,
1: I, I, I would, I would argue that the door wasn't was always to say, open. I
0: suspect it's a lot of interns from Amazon Prime and Netflix that went to the comic shop and looked for '80s books. Mm-hmm. With black female protagonists, and got handed Martha Washington. You
2: yeah. think there were a lot that were handed Martha Washington? I mean, I don't know what else you're gonna hand them. Uh, like, we need
0: something like Sister
2: Night. Oh, oh, you mean in the wake of this? In the wake of this? Yeah. No, They weren't handed Martha no, 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 Washington. No, no, no. I mean, <gasps> no, I mean, in the of wake of. But this But in the wake of this, yeah. yes, you definitely. That's what I'm saying. It 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 it, it opens that door. For um, Martha Washington, which is a, a great book, and I invite you all, the next time you go to your, your local comic book shop, like Amalgam Comics and Coffee House, uh Woo-hoo. 2578 uh, Frankfurt Avenue here in the city of Brotherly Love, um, it, thinking about I've watched Watchmen, the series, hey, do I need to read the book? No, you don't need to read the book, but how about this? Boom. And plopped down on Martha Washington.
3: Y'all
1: have any copies of Martha
3: Washington left? Sold out right now. Yeah. Woo. Uh-uh. But, but we've reordered it several times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's one of those. And you can
2: always order it online from amalgamphilly.com.
3: Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Lynn. Because I feel like that's one I of those. I
1: should pay you.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. You can't pay me. Not on this radio <laughs> station. about to say, no, 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 no. Hold up. No, no, no. To, no. to be clear. Vanessa, she doesn't know what she was <laughs> talking about. As somebody ran in the studio <laughs> and started talk, popping off. We We took care of her. She's laying outside.
1: In the gutter now
3: <laughs> in, the, in the garden. I know, kicked <laughs> out of the garden once again <laughs> on the curb where they keep putting me.
1: Um, now she's under the garden, fertilizing it. No, I'm kidding. Um, lube up. I, I <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, hashtag
1: lube up. Um, oh geez, what was I gonna say? That was that was hilarious. Something's yeah, Martha board. Washington is one of those books that I don't think a lot of people are able to keep on their shelves.
2: Nope. Oh, yeah, no, because once you Not find it, it, it definitely is a, a, a book that that sells through word of mouth. Um, but it's it, The word of mouth Especially now Considering the age of the book mm-hmm. um, it's, probably, it's probably as old It's, it's not as old as Watchmen. Yeah it came out A few years after yeah, A few it, years it, after I think it was 88, 89 yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that Around then So um, it's still not It's The word of mouth Certainly could grow and, and I wouldn't be surprised If the word of mouth Maybe grows in the wake of this
0: I will posit to you The three baddest Non-powered Women characters In comics All black women Three five five, yeah, three fifty five
2: from um,
3: Why the Last from Why man, the Last
0: Which man. is
2: being adapted. Yeah,
0: Michonne. Yeah. Okay, Martha Washington. Yeah, yeah it's a good list. See man in the street. Oh, fair. you always want to see somebody in the street. Can not we just talk nope. about it over <laughs> some coffee? No. Oh, I got this to see.
2: This is, a, this is a, very, the, this the a very. The reason why is the unspoken. The unspoken thing here in Triple Nation is that Brandy is homeless.
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. It's all about see me in the streets. (laughs) I can't see you in in my house.
0: (laughs) The streets is my home. That's where I roll. (laughs) That's, That's my world. That's stuff is. <laughs> That's my world. Why do you think I'm always in the car?
3: What you didn't understand is that I was actually just inviting you over for coffee. Right. In, in, these, streets. in, these, streets. in these streets. In these streets.
0: We go to Wawa. We'll get some right. coffee. Just stand around outside because there's no actual place hey, to go. We keep defaulting
1: to the streets. Yes. Uh, uh, Holy cats.
5: <laughs>
4: Listen
1: that escalated weirdly
2: <laughs> just only because there's 15 only 15 minutes left um i just want to want to say to that point cuz i i could ride with all three of them um but just hearing you know the rabble would you where does um someone like black widow those no, no superpowers um,
1: black Widow ain't a black woman. No, he, but he didn't but, say black. But, he definitely but, women. did
2: say
0: black women. No, no he said the no. three
2: toughest were black women. But the two, he uh, said the three toughest
0: non-powered but women in comedy. She she gets an Avengers paycheck. So like, if you look at the last issue of Avengers, she just showed up in space with an Iron Man suit. So no, like, point. there's somebody just throwing checks at her. Like, Michonne's got a sword and and a and, and a couple of couple of zombies on a chain. True. Agent 355 has a, a weird boy that does magic at a monkey in, in, that, in that stick. She yeah. got a stick. Oh, yeah, because she ain't even really yeah. got a gun. Yeah. Right. Her That's weapon right. is a stick. stick. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's
3: true. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A... She always pulls out that that extending st- that stick. Like, and Martha Washington, you know, has a whole bunch of armor and you know weapons and stuff, but it always breaks. And it's just and angry. Always, yeah. Nothing ever breaks. Works. Nothing works. She's always everything falling out and stuff. It it everything. blows up, and everything. she's got and she's got a face that you can't be be can't can't matched. i will about to say her
2: barber works. Yeah, her, barber <laughs> her, her stuff is her barber's always cheap. That boy yeah. is safe. Yeah, but that's what happens when your hero is kid in play. That's <laughs> nothing. That <worse. laughs> dude is safe. That's, all that's all what the time. happens when
1: you can't draw black hair because well. when she had cornrows, they look like dookie rows. <laughs> That's all that was. it looked that bad. When's last time you looked at it? That dude is, that, listen. It's been a couple of
0: years. Yeah. There's the two things she's doing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Saving the world and protecting her barber. I love the fact that Dave Gibbons just gets to the point where he's like, you know what? She's just going to be bald. Yeah. <laughs> now she bald. Yeah.
1: Well, you know. Eh, good book, though. Oh, it's it's, it's amazing. an
0: amazing and it, book,
1: and it surprisingly it holds up.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And it, it, it actually, it's actually a book if you read now, especially in the cli- political oh, climate of today. Ooh, it's scary. It's one of my yearly reads. Yeah, it's
0: one of my it, yearly it, reads. Which is why I think Frank Miller like was in a car accident or something. Like I think he just lost his mind.
2: Oh, you mean w- before? The, so, like, at,
0: what, like. Like he he like when he was writing that he like yeah all right well, I'm, and then well, like somebody hit him over the head no, or he cut out some steps no or something I think I I we talked about it an hour ago I think nine eleven broke some people and Frank, well, yeah. and oh, Frank yeah. Miller yeah, is one of them yeah. like like nine eleven actually just cracked his head open yeah and yeah, he okay. just you know you know what I say it was like for that for for those two days white people felt the existential terror that black people live with all the time. Like you can die at any moment, and for a lot of them it broke them. And yeah, I think it, holy terror. I, I think it broke Frank Miller. That was a hot mess. And look,
3: every oh, everything
0: since nine eleven that he's written, is like yo, not true, not true. We'll talk about that. later. All right, no. um, I think somebody co- go hug that dude or give <laughs> him some therapy or something. Um, but yeah, I, I I I think it's fascinating that you know that 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 exists you know within within the the the, the real, deep within the realm of comics and it's barely noticed that like those three characters like if you if you sat everybody down on paper and just had like the people that have like just kind of did the most it's the three of them yeah That's a good list good stuff but watchmen
1: <clears throat> or don't watchmen
0: i'm going to watch it again i think yeah, I'm I think watching. you gotta watch, you gotta watch it, again. it again And I don't care I th- I, this, this is the gift that keeps on giving I mean just the panel structure Well the panel structure It's beautiful I mean, it's, you know? it's, it's really well It looks great yeah. <laughs> Look Kenny is a naked blue man
1: Yeah fantastic <laughs> That's the
0: other thing I spent more time watching this Watching this show I was laughing at a.
2: Of this, I oh, I was laughing at Senator Keene every time he showed up on his. On that the screen. dude made And when me he laugh. shows up in the in the last episode, and he's actually got Doctor Manhattan's panties on, got the little on. Jo- Yo. Got the little
0: hot on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, this whole thing had me. That dude. For uh, those who those who haven't read the book, the, the, what he is wearing is literally the exact same like
3: the panties,
2: panties that Doctor Manhattan uh, originally wears in the in the graphic novel. Gene Smart was killing me. The whole, the whole thing, was just she just cracked me up the whole time.
0: The fact that they had a trapdoor in a living room that didn't work that didn't work <laughs> was hysterical.
1: <laughs> that was when I was no, like, "What I, am I looking at?" No.
3: <laughs> you know what? The part that made me mad is like if somebody is pointing a, ro- a remote at you and clicking it and getting frustrated. sharp She's stand supposed to be up and move. It's like clearly I shouldn't be here.
0: Arrogant. She was arrogant. Yeah. She was you like, know? this can't be happening. Right. Like, this, this, this can't is, be happening. Is this
3: really? What? Uh,
2: ah! Speaking mm-hmm. out of uh, shouting out people, let's also shout out the other person in that scene, uh, the actress, great character actress, uh, Frances Fisher. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she was she, good. She was a beast because then in the last episode where Lady True starts to go on, I loved how everybody was getting their monologues. Oh, they were monologuing hard. And every time she was just like, oh, will you just kill us? Yeah, yeah.
1: Just, just okay. Just we just get kill it. us. it. We get
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I
1: mean, she grew up in that. You know, I'm probably sure yeah. she was accustomed to bad guys monologuing all the time. Yeah. I really uh, wanted to like this, guys. I wanted, I wanted to like it. And I that's know, fair. I know people think of me as some type of feminist killjoy hater drinker or whatever, but I, I went into this wanting to like it because I. I wanted to like the film. You know what I mean? Like, I tried several times to like it, and I was like, this will be better, I'm sure, because it's not that. And I was just like, yawn.
2: That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, so, yeah. so we've heard Kennedy's read on it, but and, uh, and Isaiah, overall, you.
4: Yeah, no, uh, overall, it's interesting. Uh, Watchmen just hasn't necessarily been my, like, favorite sort of comic or adaptation, mm. but this one, actually, it, it keeps me reeled in. Well, I've been reeled in since episode three. Uh, episode one and two, I was like, this is okay. Just one of those, mm. let me just stick with it. Uh, now, since things are, like, getting a little little better and things are getting more fleshed out, I'm enjoying it, but um, it's cool. I probably won't revisit it. Yes, but I, I, as Kennedy mentioned earlier, the production quality of it, it's
1: top tier. Like it's I, that I, HBO money. Yeah, like, I cannot. That's that. all y'all that's, subscription monies going to, going to. Yeah, they got my money. All right. Going to, I'm happy, going they going to get good, going good use.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Um,
2: Randy. Yeah. Overall,
0: I loved it. Hey, this is. It was beyond all the trauma stuff, it was just really good superhero stuff. Just really fantastic superhero stuff
2: and uh i well I'll, I'll just say that i i enjoyed it i loved it um i thought it was like spot on storytelling i enjoyed the storytelling of it i enjoyed the acting um always been in the in, in, in on the camp for almost all of these actors um all of them it, um regina king is someone who's lately been getting her laurels and is glad Glad to see her continue. Uh Gene Smart is someone who um I've always championed, so it was nice to see everybody, yeah. you know, rally behind her and and everybody else in, in this. And it was so much fun seeing Lou Gossett. Lou Gossett Jr. Jr. Yeah, yes. man. No, so
1: oh, I was like, yo, he's still here.
2: Yeah, I right? love that. I love I I loved it. I, I don't know if he's been working on in things that I just haven't been seeing, like maybe in, in Tylerville or something like that. But it was so nice to see him. Last be, thing I saw him in was Boardwalk Empire. Was
1: he in Portwalk Empire? Empire? Yeah, he was the house that Chalky ran back to after he got arrested and everything. Oh,
2: oh. Okay. okay. Good pull. Um, yeah, but it, it, was, it was so good to to see him. Um, and then I'll d- give it to our moderators, uh, Ariel and Vince, for the final words. Can
4: we, can we also give it a, give it up to Sonny Crockett?
0: <laughs> Don Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Don Johnson. I was so excited to see Don Johnson yeah. in anything. I'm like, oh Crockett, oh man. That made me very happy. So a Miami Vice fan. I mm. Love that <laughs> show. Um, Huh.
3: All right. So yeah, I overall i I really um, enjoyed this from start to finish. Um, I am very much into to world building so when I, even when I watch movies, I kind of take them as they are and I'm not necessarily thinking of the production value behind it. I'm just like, can you immerse me in the world where I forget I'm watching a movie? But with this, as good as it was, I was so wrapped up in just how well it was put together. Um, the cinematography, I just, I am so blown away that this show made me wish I was like involved in like television production. Cause I was like, this was magical for me. Um, so start to finish. Um, I would recommend it. I would highly recommend it. Um, I definitely like, I need to take time to decompress, but the, the show has inspired me to go back and read the book, which I haven't read in years. Mm. And, and then I'm also going to rewatch the show and I'm looking forward to, to both. I think this was just, um, uh, just a beautiful storytelling to the point that I hope that it is a one and done because I don't want anything to take away the shine. That was this nine episode masterpiece.
0: I agree. I agree. I absolutely loved it. I I loved how intentional the storytelling was, how well it was put together. Um, I'm, I'm actually just looking forward to watching it again and knowing how the story ends. And now, just embracing the journey of it, yeah, and and seeing because I know so much was planted early
3: mm-hmm.
0: that you missed because you don't know how it ends. Yeah. So yeah. So I, now
3: I, we get to be Doctor
0: Manhattan. Now, <laughs> exactly. now we get to read it like Doctor Manhattan. You can you know you're gonna flip through and stop on a page and yeah yeah absolutely. Where are you now? Exactly <laughs> I'm in that episode where. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: I do wish the show came with a trigger warning. That's fair. I'm actually, you're not the first person I've heard say that. I, I really... As someone who loves gore and, and bang-bang shoot-'em-ups and, and probably overly desensitized to that kind of stuff... Ooh. But I thought I saw on one episode... It was for the photosensitive stuff. Yeah, for the... Right. Yeah. Uh, for the epilepsy folks.
2: Yeah. yeah. But that's not... Okay, but... Tri- certainly there are other triggers. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, uh, I, I think that if you are that strange person that listened to these two episodes of the men in the trunk and like, Hey, I think I w- now will watch the Watchmen. Um, I think that hearing this discussion, Regardless of, you know, whose viewpoint you find yourself, um, you know, uh, feeling more, whether it be Kennedy or Isaiah or anyone else's in the room, I think the magic of this show and any type of good good entertainment is the conversation that it can elicit. And I think that the conversation that this show has elicited has been a very, very, intelligent, meaningful ins- insightful and provocative conversation and at the end of the day that's what you, you sometimes that's what you get from entertainment that's what entertainment is, is going to give you and I think that in that this show um, succeeded um, Vince, Ariel thank you so much for leading us in yeah, these yeah. conversations no. oh, well,
3: yeah, thanks thank for, you for letting
2: us in. I was about to say
3: and it's always an honor, Vince.
2: Oh,
0: yes. it's always a pleasure and an honor to be here.
2: Yes. Uh, if people are liking the dulcet tones of one Miss, Mr. <laughs> Vincent Williams, where else can they uh, catch you, brother?
0: On, on the Michelle mission. With who?
2: Michelle, with, 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 with
1: who? With, I believe, Lynn Webb. Oh. Right. <laughs> you just going to bring him into the house with the kids here when we have dinner? <laughs> around that? in his lingerie that you don't pay for. I don't get no lace lens. So What's that I've called? The done... Michelle mistress? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Michelle. Yeah. My that bad. I heard that wrong. Terrible. I don't know why it took me so long. I don't know yeah. why I didn't come up with Michelle mistress. <laughs> Michelle mistress. I'm a wordsmith. That's what I do. Oh, my God. Well, coming to this house. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> It wouldn't be a show if I didn't sing about something. This has been heavy for me. I needed to know how I process my trauma. Um, happy holidays to Triple Nation. Yep. Uh, we're gonna be gone for the next two weeks, yep. spending time with our loved ones. Um, we will see. And Ariel. You...
4: Dang. Oh,
0: oh, yo. yo. Oh hold on. Wait, what was that? Hold on. I got it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Is your rib good? He got you right here under that rib. I want to make sure.
3: I wasn't even like there. That's why I was like, "What?"
0: Yo, that rib. Like, you might want to get that checked out. That rib may be cracked me. and might puncture that lung. You might want to.
1: You get... hurt? Me.
0: Oh God! <laughs> uh.
1: I I don't know what happened in that board meeting, Mister <laughs> Wayne. But I need you to be a little bit more uh, respectful uh. to your board uh. members.
3: Right, and here's the thing: and I ain't even coming, Batman, like that. I ain't coming, Batman. But you're going to do that to me? To L- me?
0: Listen, I, I, I would advise you to, to to come hang out to heal with that, but I don't have Go a home. hang
3: out we're in the streets.
2: <laughs> so right. we just drive around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays. Happy and birthday. happy birthday. Right outside.
5: Ice grill trouble. Right outside. Right out. oh. oh.
2: right outside. My little man. Happy yeah. birthday, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even paying attention to us. Yeah, right. He'll hear it. He's on a delay out there. Yeah.
0: Um, we got to get out of here. And happy this. birthday to my man, Delio the Sleuth. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, big bro. Yeah. There yo. you go. Yeah. All
2: right. This show will be available where you found it. We got to get out of here. Happy safe. We'll see you in 2020. For all the triples here and the triples there, this is the Bat trouble and Parting, we say. <laughs> Lube Up. Lube
3: Up. <laughs> Lube up.